Happy Wednesday! Today is Wednesday for me right now. It's Wednesday. And the week is midway. Yay! Hallelujah! I'm so happy. It's tomorrow's Thursday already. And this might be a short podcast, but I just wanted to share a couple of things that I've been thinking about and recommend a book that I read not recently actually I read it I'm gonna say a few years ago maybe a couple years ago and I practiced the book and it actually made a very big impact in my life and a difference in my life and I just wanted to share it with you in case you're interested in checking this out. The book is called 29 Gifts. It's by Cami Walker. And basically, it's um, about a month of giving and how it can change your life. And her story, it's her personal story. It is very uplifting and encouraging and inspiring all of those things and when i read it i was just um encouraged to try it myself to see what would happen and i gave for a month every single day and it changed my life i mean i i would like to say i continued doing it every day but i didn't but i do probably think about giving more than i used to because of it and and when you think about giving, it it doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money. It's nothing at all like that. Because in fact, you may not even have a lot of money and um, you know, to give like that. But what you always have time to do is give from the heart, and it could just be as simple as giving a smile or opening a door for somebody, or letting someone ahead of you in line. I mean, it's really that simple. So there were days where I was like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? Um, how am I gonna give today, what what to do? Uh, um, but the opportunity always seemed to present itself. And I felt so good every time I did something that was contributing to someone else as opposed to myself like it was such a invigorating feeling and so I just today on this Wednesday wanted to share about that book because I think it's worth checking out if you're interested and since this podcast is about me dreaming and trying to get outside of my Um, I keep calling it my snow globe without snow, even without seasons, if you really want to (laughs) know. But um, like just bam, breaking that glass. Like I have this vision, like I'm inside this, like inside this little globe. And I just, I burst out my arms and my legs, kind of like an X, you know, and I just burst out and it breaks and I don't get cut or anything like that. But like, And then the possibilities just start pouring down. So, of course, I have not narrowed it down to where I'm going to live at all. Um, And I, I, I get really nervous when I start to think about about leaving my comfort zone and about even selling my home. Like, 
there's so much to it. I'll, I'll be like, I'm sitting in the garage right now doing my podcast and I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my gosh, the garage itself seems like an undertaking and it's not even that big of a garage. It's not that huge, but we have rafters and there's stuff up in the rafters things I haven't even probably touched in the 21 years that we've lived here and I'm thinking why am I storing things that I don't even that I don't even take down to to use that's ridiculous so I think in this dream of mine and having a um, a new chapter so to speak that it, it'll be a really good time to simplify, that's for sure, to get rid of the things we don't need or that we don't use. And that's going to feel really good too, but it, it is very overwhelming. Um, I'm an extremely sentimental gal, as you might imagine, me being grounded, not leaving the town I've grown up in or going very far from it. Um, you can imagine I hold on to things. Like, I don't want to say that things are important because I don't want to put all my value in material things, but I'm very sentimental. So at one moment, Rich might say, oh, we could just sell everything in the house and walk away and start new. While it sounds exciting, I start looking around and I'm like, oh, whoa, wait, um, That lamp with all the cranes on it, that was my great uncle's that he brought back from Japan. Um, No, I don't think I can get rid of that. And even the yellow double-sided bookcase that we put wheels on, that was a free item that my aunt gave me because her school library was remodeling. So I got a really solid wood bookcase that I painted a cheerful yellow like I don't want to get rid of that or the rocking chair that I bought from the estate sale I don't want to get rid of that the wedding china that we have used since day one of our marriage that the way I believe is yes it's wedding china it's super not fancy because I'm pretty I'm pretty basic, like I didn't pick a fancy pattern, it's it's just all white and really pretty. I think it stands the test of time, but there's chips in it and we use it as our daily, our daily wear because I think that's what things should, should do is they should be used if you're gonna, if you're gonna have them. So I don't want to get rid of my wedding china. And oh goodness, you guys, I could go on and on about what I don't want to get rid of. And it goes on so much. You're like, well, what are you going to get rid of? But I do know that there are some things I can get rid of. Or check this out. I was at a, um, we call them yard sales here in California. Um, I was, I think they could be called garage sales too or but it was a a yard sale and my father-in-law was driving by and he saw they had darkroom equipment for sale and so of course he calls me and he's like would you be interested oh well yes because my dream another dream is to have my own darkroom so 
I went down there, and this has been, I'm going to say, five plus years, and I bought all of the darkroom equipment, the developing trays, the um, developing cans, the, the, uh, why can't I think of the name of it? The actual, you know, you put the, what is it called? Enlarger, <laughs> the enlarger. Um, he, the man was selling like the whole, the whole kabang. And so I think I bought everything for $50 and it's just been sitting in my garage because I have no place for a dark room. And when Austin was born and we lived in Uptown Whittier, such a cute neighborhood, they had a dark room downtown or uptown, but it was like up, we lived in uptown, but it was at the bottom of uptown. That sounds funny, but like it was on Whittier Boulevard. So I would, I would rent that dark room on weekends and develop my own film. And it was such a good memory and such a, a positive point in my life where I was able to do what I love and still raise a baby and be a new family. And I remember making Christmas cards. I developed every single picture of Austin I dressed him as an angel. I took his picture and then developed every single picture, hand-developed it, and made a Christmas card out of it for um, one of our first Christmas. It wasn't the first because, obviously, we had a baby. It was, like, I think our third Christmas together. And it was just such a good memory. So I always have in the back of my mind, I want my own dark room. So can you imagine that also being on my dream list, moving to a new place and taking this stuff that I bought for such a good price and making my own dark room? I mean, basically, since iPhones have come out, my my digital DSLR has been put on a shelf, really. And I would love to wipe that dust off. And why am I saying DSLR? Because if I have a darkroom, it's going to be my real film camera. The, the Canon that my dad gave me. That was his. And I have, another, I have other film cameras too that I can use and develop my own pictures again. So that would be part of my dream. And I'm just speaking it out loud because I think it's so important to speak your dreams out loud and also to journal your dreams. I'm a big, big fan of writing down my thoughts. And I think that when you write your dreams down and when you speak them out loud, I think they have more of a possibility of becoming reality. There was a time in this home that we live in now that I really wanted a swimming pool. I'm a, I'm a water girl. I love floating in the water. I love swimming like a mermaid. I just love water. In fact, that's one of my dream lists too is living by a body of water. I love kayaking too. But um, I really wanted a pool in this house. I wanted a pool so much so that I cut pictures of pools out in magazines and I taped them to our bedroom wall. I started buying um, inflatable inner tubes for the pool 
and I got about three different quotes on the pool and we were so close to pulling the trigger so close but it always comes down to money and I still think we could have done it um long story short we didn't do it and it's kind of good that we didn't do it because we lost our wall a few years ago in a very rainy season that we had and had we had a pool back there I think it would have been 10 times worse we did have a above ground pool but if we would have had an in-ground pool the way the land moved it would have been a very bad situation so in that particular decision I, I think looking back I'm glad we didn't have a pool but looking forward to the future do I want a pool in my new home I think so it's always been a dream of mine um, and I feel so entitled like talking about this because so many people don't even have the resources to have their own home and to have a pool and to have a dark room um, so at the same time I just want to be thankful and have a grateful heart always for the things that I am able to have um, because it's a blessing it's a blessing to have these things and not everyone can have them and I never ever want to take them for granted so this is going to be just a quick little shout out of of just me speaking aloud just the two things I was thinking about the book I wanted to share and my dream of having a dark room and a pool and simplifying in order to move because I really have to start making those steps and putting things into action if we're really going to do this I just can't sit back and talk about it got to start making plans and actions and when I do I'm going to let you know about it whoever's out there listening I know it's like like just maybe like a dozen of eggs worth of people but it's just those few people that are encouraging me are lighting a fire under me and it's meaning the world to me when anyone um messages me just to tell me that they're enjoying the podcast or that you know they're encouraging things that I've said in the podcast like again I am going to take those things and cherish them and carry them with me to help give me the strength to do what it is I want to do and I'm going to close for now and I'm always going to leave you with peace because I think it's the greatest gift to have the feeling of peace in your body mind and soul so peace I wish for you and until next time goodbye